Grown-ups, in between, churning babies. Right about now, it's your boy, you heard, back again. Back again, back again. It's your boy, Kale. Your boy, Tone, is not with me this week. Um, if you guys have seen our Instagrams and all, you know, for the guys who know us, Personally, uh, you know, we've suffered a loss in our family. Unfortunately, Tony lost his father the other week, uh, my uncle. And so he's been dealing with that. Uh, so y'all send him some love and, you know, he'll be back with us real soon. But today I do have a fantastic guest with me, a marvelous guest with me. Uh, guest that's going, we're going to have a good time together. I would like to introduce to y'all my wonderful, wonderful wife, Chanel. Say what's up to the people. How's it going, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Today we're gonna have a probably a shorter episode. It's gonna be a light episode, but um, you know, normally we talk about sports and all the other shit. I know she don't really give a damn about that. Although she did just ask me when the uh, championship started. Who you going for? The Warriors. I'm a bandwagon right now. But I'm going for the Warriors too. I'm not. I'm not but a... I do. I do love like you. You you love Steph Curry. I I yeah. do love Steph Curry. And then they have like amazing shooters on that team, like. I, I feel like the Warriors can do no wrong. See, that's the thing. Everybody knows I'm a diehard, diehard Los Angeles Lakers fan. But that young man, Steph Curry, I think he's a fantastic individual, period. Like, outside of basketball, on the court, all that good type of stuff. I think he's a fantastic man, and I can't f- find it in my heart to root against him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I don't know anybody on the other team. So that's, all right. Well, that's okay. Kawhi Leonard, that name ring a bell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he played for the Raptors. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's about their only chance at beating the Warriors. Oh. Some people think it's going to be a close series. I'm not 100% sure about that. Hmm. Uh, we shall see, though. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. We're going to be watching the game tomorrow. Like oh. I said, you ain't messing with... Um... Nobody from, like, the 90s, but... <laughs> Earlier, <laughs> we, so, full disclosure, we recorded this episode already, and for some reason it didn't work, so we re-recorded it. And on the first recording, I believe you said the old Lakers could beat the Warriors. Yes. And I said, that's why I love you. Because <laughs> the old one Lakers, when Shaq and Kobe was out here wreaking havoc on the NBA. Yeah. Fuck what nobody said. 97 Bulls couldn't beat them. The 2017 Warriors can beat them, or whenever year they went 73 or 9. This nobody's touching that team. Uh, and then you did throw in the Allen Iverson. <laughs> Allen Iverson was fantastic. He was great. He's from Virginia, you know. He's from the town. It is what it is. But he also couldn't beat them Lakers because he went up against them and mm. he won one game though. He didn't get swept mm. by himself. Um, but yeah, that's that on sports talk. Um, I would love to, you know, just talk about our relationship a little bit. I. Today, I think, you know, it'll help, not even necessarily help, but it'll be cool to hear about, you know, our relationship from both of us. Everybody always hears from me. They never get to hear from your side of things. Um, anybody who's listened, I'm, I think I've told the story before. Uh, you guys know, mentioned that we met when we were little kids. We've known each other since we were like three. But we actually moved apart uh, around eight and then saw each other again around 18. Uh, yeah, the day I graduated high school. So actually, I was 17. She was 18. And uh, that's how we reconnected and, you know, the rest is history from there. But, um, yeah, so, that, won't you do, they've heard my side of the story about that first interaction. Let, let's hear your side of it. Well, I guess when I saw you across the street, you looked way different. Uh, I mean, it had been 10 years. Yeah, 10 years can do that. So, <laughs> I didn't know if it was you at first. I think I asked my mom, like, is that Calvin? And so, I mean, because <laughs> you still had that baby face, so I think I remembered your face. Don't disrespect like, me like that. 
Huh? Hmm? You didn't have any facial hair, so. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I was like, is that, is that calling? So later on, I think my mom like asked you to come over to the house and you know just talk to my grandma and all that. So you came and like you still had that old soul about you. <laughs> so yeah, that's what your grandma was my road dog. Yeah, I mean, I, I was four values old, cross street, sitting on the front porch talking to her grandma like I'm sixty. Yeah, like that was I. I've been I've been that nigga. I've been yeah. <laughs> I've been off the porch. Been that old ass nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny you said I, you had to ask your mama was that me because the the, <laughs> <laughs> you said you had to ask your mama was that me because the first the literal first thing I said was when I saw you at the car, hey ma, is that that girl Chanel from back in the day? <laughs> she said, yeah, I think so. The second thing I said though was I turned my home and said, oh, I got to get that. <laughs> um. But yeah, so like she said, her mom was like, yeah, you know, come over, speak, blah, blah, blah. And I ain't gonna flex. I went over there, we spoke, you know, how you doing, yada, yada. And, um, but I won't, you know, I was like, I, her mom and her grandma sitting right here the whole time we having a conversation. I don't want to ask for your number in front of your people. That seemed a little bit rude. Um, you talk with some, uh, well, you know, it's, we could just be friends and all that. Like, yeah, because, yeah. Asking for my number as a friend. It like, still hey. was uncomfortable because well, nothing. Or nothing about their interaction friendly in my mind. I was trying to figure out how I was gonna put some peas and bees. Look, nigga, we got a kid. Yeah, it is what it is. But um, like you weren't interested when we first um start talking. Well, when we first reconnected. So I mean, I just wanted to, you know, check. Uh, what? <laughs> I just wanted to talk talk to you, like you know, as a friend, get to. Get to know you again. Nah, see, that ain't what you said the first time we recorded. You, what I say? You, you had the raw answer the first time we was recording. What I say? Look, you was out here selling drugs and stuff. I won't end up. Oh, yeah, that. that too, that too. Yeah. Yeah, you was out here um, allegedly selling... Allegedly. Selling a paraphernalia. Well, want nothing but some dope by that time. But, um, and that's not what she was interested in. And that was, like, such a shock to me. Like, what? Selling what? Huh? You, you, you didn't want the nigga who... Who who was selling some dope? What? That, no, that's, that's not what you into? Is that what, what females was into back in the day? Of course. Females are still into that. Mm. But you weren't. And that um, made me so much more interested. And then, you know, you was a... I know you don't like when I call you a nerd so often, but you were. You know, you was a bit of a square, but that was a good thing. Like, Man, I'm pretty much still a square. Well, hey, I need... But that's, a, that's the balance. Like, what do we always say about relationship? Like, with me and you... What I don't have, you have, and vice versa. Like, we balance each other so well, and I think that's why we work. We're very different, but we're very, like, in the ways that we're different, we complement each other. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what makes such a difference. I might be more uh, jaded mm-hmm. <laughs> by, you know, life and the circumstances and whatnot, and you, on the other hand, are always able to kind of smooth out those jaded edges and say... You know, give give the uh, optimistic look on things, and I appreciate that more than you know. Yeah, because you definitely give me the logical, the black and white, and I need that too sometimes. Yeah, I'm one hundred percent a realist. Yeah, but I'm a realist to a fault. That's the problem sometimes. Yeah. If you can't think past logic, has its limits. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good word. Mm-hmm. Logic has its limits, and you're able to see past the limits of logic, mm-hmm. and we're able to, you know, when you when you can put those two things together, that's when we reach some of the goals and some of the, uh, I guess, 
uh, what's the word that I'm trying to think of? That's how, that's pretty much how we operate. I guess that's the best way I could put it. Um, you help me see things other than the way I already see them. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, would think vice versa. The biggest thing is you, you make me better. You make me want it to be better. You made me want to be better. I should say, mm-hmm. um, like you said, you know, I won't doing the best things when we first met and I didn't really have a desire to do nothing else. Like to me there, I didn't feel like I deserved more than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you kind of, not even kind of, you just did. You helped me to realize that I deserve more. Like even before we were talking romantically while we were just friends, you know, cause we were good friends beforehand. Yeah. You was telling me, Hey man, you know, you can do this. Like you, you can go ahead. You can be more than just that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that made such a difference because, as you know, that's something that I've struggled with. I haven't always felt like people believed in me. Yeah. I guess you could say, you know what I'm saying? Or that I mattered yeah. in that way. Um, how would you say that I, or if I have at all, you mm-hmm. know, helped you? Uh, um, I feel like, like I, um, I keep saying, like I said before, but. Per <laughs> um, the first recording. <laughs> Um, I have, and I'm still working on like my anger and my impatience and, um, being able to manage my emotions, um, being in a relationship, uh, being with one person for so long, it's helped me grow in a sense, uh, as far as my, uh, I guess as far as, um, Hope you consider Being, others. Yeah. Considering others emotions, others, um, you know, how they I guess their flaws also like accepting their flaws and accepting For those of you who don't know, she's an only child, so <laughs> she's never had another person that she's had to accept in any fashion, really. It's just been her. And it's also I think that also like brings into like me being it's sometimes it's difficult for me to communicate <laughs> as I'm doing right now. Um, being like, I've, I've always been a little socially awkward. So like it's right now, like getting my words together. is kind of, kind of hard for me, but it's like, I'm getting together. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I, he's helped me grow in that sense. Like being able to communicate, being able to get over things quickly. Cause, um, I can hold a grudge, or I used to at least with us, um, like for a while, and I needed like at least a day or two to talk up, to think about it, yeah, and then cool. come to him, and then be able to talk about it. But now it's like we get into an argument. It's all right. Next thirty minutes, we good, and we talking. So and usually that's because is, we communicate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. anybody who knows me, that's something I am very big on. I yeah. don't like silent treatments. I don't like awkward times in between each other like just say what's on your mind yeah i don't care if you think it'll hurt my feelings i don't care if you know just get it off your chest because i feel like raw communication oftentimes is what you really want to, it can help you feel better like it is what it is like yeah that may have hurt my feelings in the moment but i know that you were feeling this and we can work past those things you know what i'm saying if i know okay when i did this it made if it made you feel like you needed to say that that means i probably need to alter the way that i did what i did so that yeah. we don't reach this again and i think that's one of the biggest things with us um communication 
it changes so many things. Like, it makes so many things better. Like she said, she used to, she could salad treat me for literally two, three days. And my dumb ass, I get over shit in a solid seven minutes. Yeah. We argue. I said what I had to say. Once I said it, it's nothing else for me to do. I said it already. What the yeah. fuck am I still mad for? Her, on the other hand, I said it. I want to say it again, and I want to say more, and I want to slap you. Yeah. And so <laughs> that was always a disconnect that we had because I'm like, dog, you, I mean, we argued. It is what it is. Like, move on. We. I was wrong. You were right. You were wrong. I was right. It doesn't matter at this point. Let's go ahead and move past it. And I think that's something that, you know, like I said, she, like or like she said, rather, that's something I helped her with. But on the other hand, she also taught me in situations like that to be able to consider uh, other people's emotions. Me, I am mm-hmm. a very raw and opinionated person. I'm honest to a fault no, often. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I've been an asshole for most of my life. <laughs> it is what it is. And so... Um, there was a long time in our relationship where I just didn't, and still sometimes, you know, I hear like, I don't know how to talk to people. Yeah. And it's not that what I'm saying is untrue when yeah. I'm talking, it's how I'm saying it. And I used to be of the, uh, I guess, of the speech, hey, don't listen to how I say listen to what I say, that's what matters. And I still say that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's applicable, but sometimes I can. there are more tactful ways to say things in which people will receive it better. Um, because that's the ultimate goal when you say something you want somebody to be able to receive it so if the way I'm communicating you can't receive I need to be able to communicate more effectively and that's what our relationship is all about effective communication to reach an ultimate goal I think you know what I'm saying yeah. like no matter what it is we're talking about we we can communicate in a way that we can reach an understanding not necessarily an agreement all the time but an understanding because an understanding is more important than an agreement Yeah, you know what I'm saying but, uh, mm-hmm. hey, we didn't say none of this on the first recording, so mm-hmm. that was pretty good right there. We <laughs> got enough t- for two episodes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So how do you think, you know, we've, we've been together for nine years total. We've been married mm-hmm. for two. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of growing up together. We've been together since she was 19, I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew up together, literally, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, went from... You know what the United States considers adults legally, but children mm-hmm. in the mind to now parents, husband and wife and adults, and I would say it's a total change. Like, how do you think, um, <coughs> outside of you know the things that we've said, like how do you think being a wife has changed? You being a mother, like what are those things? Is there any difference from just being my girlfriend and being my wife? Um, I guess like as far as respect goes, like I had to. Being alone for so long, I had to get into the mindset of this is my man for life and I have to give him respect that he deserves and like he is my, I don't want to, okay. <laughs> he is my king. <laughs> anyway, but let's get past the incident. I didn't know that's what you was going to say. No, but he, he is like, he is. I don't want to say, like, my lifeline because, again, like, I don't want to use anybody as my counselor. Definitely not, definitely That, but, like, he is, that's, that's. We're two holes come together. and he's my world, and I love him, and so I have to, if I love somebody, I have to show them that I love them, and I always say it, so that's where it comes to, um, 
respecting people, making sure that people are not in our relationship, that they don't need to be in our relationship, um, bringing more positive vibes in that need to be in there and need to be in our relationship and bring taking out the negative and um, just keep growing and you can't grow from negativity or so. Oh, that's a fact. Um, I think I think there was a time in our relationship where both of us, separate times, mind you, but there were times when we both took the relation, took the other person rather for granted. Yeah, definitely. Just assume they're always gonna be there. When you've been together that definitely. this long, yeah. you kind of start to, you know, it, it comes those times you get, in, uh, you know, no matter yeah. what happens, she's still gonna be that. there. Yeah. No matter what happens, he's still gonna be there. You know, he. Ain't, yeah. We've both fallen into that trap yeah. before, yeah. and without the effective communication that we've had, we wouldn't have made it out those definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that's a hundred percent true. We couldn't. We, the fact that we're friends first helps as well, though. It makes you us comfortable. Be friends, <laughs> that what Martin said. You gotta be friends Friend. first. <laughs> that that helps us can do the. goddamn do the parking lot. <laughs> he said, "Do the pocket knife." Uh, pocket knife. Do the pocket knife. Do the pocket knife. Pocket yeah. knife. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that <laughs> these are episodes from Martin people. As you can see, like I said, we friends. Yeah, if this don't tell you we friends, I don't know what we. <laughs> but yeah, so those are that effective communication made all the difference with that as well. Um, and I do want to say before, because I'm gonna ask her, you know, how has motherhood changed her as well? I would like to say that I probably don't even tell her this enough. Chanel's a fantastic mom. Um, Thank you. This child don't get no sleep. Uh, <laughs> she get up and go to work every day come right home and get on her second job as a mother, uh, which is really her first job, you know, her priority job. Mm-hmm. She deals, she goes to work and deals with asshole kids all day. Yes, I said it on air, asshole kids all day. <laughs> um, they can't be that much asshole because I just cooked for the motherfuckers today and brought them a whole lunch. Um, but yeah, she deals with, she goes to work and deals with kids all day who are, you know, can be very hard and disrespectful and then comes home and has to deal with me, whether you know, I'm being an asshole that day, or, you know, it could be anything. Or sometimes you just don't feel like hearing somebody talk. I could be in a good mood, but, you know, who knows what day she just had. She doesn't feel like dealing with that, but she also has to deal with the child. That's something that she has to deal with no matter what. And, of course, that's not a chore for her. She loves her, but I know those things built up can also make for a hard day. It is what it is. That can make for some tired. And um, so I do want to commend her on her mother. It ain't been but damn near eight months and she she seemed like she got it down pat to me um our daughter waking up right now a little bit too we doing this while she's sleeping i think she's about to throw her on so she can eat hopefully she'll start crying if she do y'all don't mind us y'all act like y'all ain't never heard a baby crying before <laughs> but um how do you think motherhood has changed or do you uh, how much do you love motherhood you know what is it <clears throat> oh i love it i um <clears throat> Uh, well, before, you know, of course I got pregnant, it was a lot of mothers around me, like, being in Calvin's family, so I always, like, kind of felt left out, like, everybody had a child, like, it's like, well... They popped out some babies in my family. And then, um, like, around Mother's Day, it was just, like, it felt awkward, like, you know, I don't have a child, like... But you know what's hilarious, everybody, they, the year before she got pregnant, that mother, everybody said, yeah, you next, you next, mm-hmm. and your ass was next. So it was just like, you know, um, I understand now, like, me saying, oh, I'm tired, I'm doing this, like, I, I'm i so sorry for saying that around a mother. Like, I don't know if that thing is tired before this, bro. I'm so sorry for saying that, like, 
I will never, you will never understand, like, the meaning of tired until <laughs> you pop out a child. <laughs> and boy, did she pop out. Yeah, I was there. I watched it. So, um, if your lady have a baby, y'all niggas sit there and watch it, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Man, it was hard. Um, <laughs> yeah, she did hers no epidural. She a hippie. She wanted to have the baby squatting and all that. I did. And it I didn't did quite that. work out that way, but she did. she did still do it without her epidural. Yeah. And what done. I was so proud of her, man. That was the most joyous day really of all time. I was shaking for like thirty minutes. You were. That was. A, I was a little nervous. Yeah. I didn't. You know, hey, what, it's just that normal. She she keeps shaking like she having seizures. <laughs> oh no, that's perfectly normal. White lady, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt because I don't trust white people. But <laughs> I'm just playing. Sorry, Taylor. Um, <laughs> but no. Um, You've been a wonderful wife and a wonderful mother, um, and I re- I really do appreciate you. Um, mm. We uh, I appreciate you being a father too. Like you've been a an amazing father. Like the fact that you are trying to bounce back from not having a job and being at home with her all day, cooking and cleaning and taking care of her. Like I couldn't ask for anybody else. Like, hey, no bullshit. Being Mister Mom is harder than any job I've ever yeah. had. Yeah. And I was a cable man yeah. during the summer. Yeah. Ain't no uh, ain't no harder job, Jack. You've been, you've been off like awesome, like super like you're so reliable. Like that's one thing that I, I really love about you too. Like you're very reliable. I appreciate that. Very punctual. I, d- <laughs> I take pride in honestly both of those things. I love being on time and yeah. I love being reliable. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> I do thank you for that puncture was such a funny word. Uh, shit, no, man. It's, uh, I think, like I said, all of these things, going through them with you have made them better for me. It's, I don't think I could be the father that I am without you being the mother that you are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I can be the husband I am without you being the wife that you are. Mm-hmm. It's yin and yang. These things work together. There's yeah. there's a balance that's needed. Um, I don't know how much sense it makes, but Noriega likes to say level spell levels is backwards. You got to balance it. Mm-hmm. I like the saying, whether it makes sense or not, because he was also born September 6th like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's one of my favorite rappers of all time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, man, it, our relationship, man, is is all about balance. It's We balance each other out, and whether it's, you come in, you you happy, and I'm upset right now. So I need your good energy to cancel out my bad energy. Or I'm sick, you feel well. Or, you know, I'm it, no matter what it is. Like I don't feel like talking, but you can communicate. Like the things that we lack ourselves, the other one is always able to pick up the slack, uh, and that's that's amazing to me. Um, Chanel, I know you weren't never the girl who was like so excited to get married and all, you know, for your own reasons. That's not really important. But um, do you think so far getting married was the right decision? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know the answer, but, you know, they don't. You got to ask. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't have her any other way. Like, I mean, who would want to marry their best friend? On blood. Yeah. (laughs) On blood. That's all. That's it. Hey, that song will be a hit one day, though. I'm telling you, with all the gangbangers. That song, that's it. That's a song that I wrote a few months back. Be on the lookout for it on Apple Music and Spotify. That's on the set featuring YG, OT Genesis, Snoop Dogg, and the game. All right.
Mm. I had to get all the gang members. Mm-mm. But no, um, before we do close this episode out, because it's been fantastic talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like we did this a second time around, and thank God it's recording this time. If I turn this thing off and it ain't recorded, mm. I'm going to cry and we're not going to record no more tonight. Mm. And that's just going to be that. That's going to be God's way of telling us we don't need to drop this. Okay, but um, we're going to do our one got to go. Mm-hmm. Now, this time, do better on your one got to go. Well, right, it's going to be the same one. Mm-hmm. Pound cake. Okay. Red velvet cake. Okay. Cheesecake. Yeah. Sweet potato pie. Okay. Or, in the words... Oh, my boy, Johnny, rest in peace. I still miss you, my nigga. I cry about it weekly. Potato pie. Potato pie. That nigga used to come to work. All right, now, Kev, Geraldine done made me a potato pie now. You want some just potato pie? This nigga would bring whole sweet potato pies to work every That's single week. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting. Who's Geraldine? <laughs> his aunt, Geraldine. <laughs> or either his aunt, his girl, Geraldine Hicks. He oh, would Lord, bring sorry, full y'all. sweet potato pies to work every week. Geraldine done made me this potato pie. What in the world? It's in the refrigerator. What we gonna do? How we gonna act? What? And then we talk about we gonna get a twenty piece from Jr. Crickets and we gonna eat that potato pie. What, bro? We was eating good in that bit. Rest in peace, my nigga, man. Oh, I love you and I miss you. I swear for God, I do. Oh, um, damn. Before I get all sentimental, yeah, I one gotta go. Too, yeah, man, that was my dog. Oh, good dude. One gotta go. Sweet potato pie, uh-huh. red velvet cake, cheesecake, or pound cake. Because a red velvet cake. I'll start with what I'll keep, I guess. All right, sweet potato pie is a staple in Thanksgiving, so, I mean, that that got to stay. And your mama I make a like, fire sweet potato pie? She does, and I do like pumpkin pie, too. But, Look, white girl, go somewhere. But sweet potato pie, I'm um, just, like, around on it. Um, cheesecake, I mean, who doesn't like cheesecake? You'd be surprised. Little strawberry. I like mine with the with the swirls of the chocolate. See, you always some, need the fancy Some shit. turtles, some pe- pecans, and you know. Give me stuff. a plain cheesecake. Max, some strawberries or cookies on it. Maybe Ooh, cookies. You never had an Oreo cheesecake? No. Oh. Wait, maybe I have one. Uh, you um, missed out. Pound cake, any flavor will do. Like I love Ucrops pound cake. Like that's my favorite. So, of course, like, Royal Velvet Cake gotta go. Like, I'm good on that. <laughs> I ain't number food color. All right, now. Okay, now, don't disrespect it. Of course not. Oh, hey, I'm gonna give you mine. For me, uh, first to stay is cheesecake, period. <laughs> In the words of Young Miami, period. Uh, keep a baby Glock. I ain't fighting with no randoms. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's funny, because I actually have a baby Glock. But uh, nevertheless... Cheesecake is definitely. Uh, hey, look, I'm proud of that. That's my. You gotta protect the family. Right no, now. definitely. Um, that's my that baby glock. That's my favorite piece of artillery that I have. Um, either way, cheesecake is definitely staying. I'm Tamanda's son. She would disown me if cheesecake weren't the first to stay. Okay. Um, sweet potato pie. I'm a nigga. Mm-hmm. I like sweet potato pie. Is there any more that needs to be said about that? Now, here comes the conundrum. Mm-hmm. Red velvet or pound cake? All right. So, pound cake. At our wedding, I had the best pound cake I ever had in my life. Definitely. Minister Don Freeman, who <laughs> came at our wedding, she made a three-layer pound cake. One-layer chocolate pound cake. One-layer lemon pound cake. One-layer strawberry pound cake. Easily the best cake I've ever had in my life. But that's just her pound cake. Now, pound cake in general, I do like. Especially if you can taste the butter in it. 
But, you know, it ain't my favorite thing. Red Velvet Cake, on the other hand, to my knowledge, I heard you it's say something. It's You a motherfucking liar. It's not chocolate. It's right? chocolate, though, right? Yes. Yeah, With red food dye. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what's going to save Red Velvet Cake right here. When you throw that cream cheese icing mm-hmm. on that Red Velvet Cake, it takes over pound cake for me. Now, if it don't have that cream cheese frosting, mm-hmm. it ain't the same. So I'm going to go with the fact that they had cream cheese frosting on the picture that I saw and say Red Velvet Cake going to stay and Pound Cake going to have to take a step. I'm Unfortunately, I would love for all four of them to stay, but I'm going to go ahead and ask Pound Cake to lead. It should have had some lemon chess on this bitch. Yeah, that's kind of still my mind. Hey, 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 you forgot to say it. I'm <laughs> sure most of y'all don't know what lemon chess is because you uncultured swine. But well, I mean, you we have to put that in with the pies so like, you know, gotta, oh, we could do a whole pie one. With a pie. The next one, we might do we, a whole I mean, pie. We got too many. We, I mean, we, it don't have to be 30. We can go more. Right. You want to do a pie one? We can do a pie. Sweet so, potato. Sweet potato. We already done. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you pick it. Um, Just know whatever pie you pick, lemon chess stay in first. I can do like so apple pie. Okay. Uh, um, lemon chest pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna throw this in there. Key lime pie. Okay. Um, banana cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> banana cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one's pretty easy for me though. Right. I don't even need to go through the whole list. Right. Banana cream pie. I gotta go. Oh I don't like banana shit. You know I don't like banana shit. Yeah. <laughs> banana lefty taffy is a trash. Banana cream pie is a trash. Banana nalate is a trash. Bananas in pajamas are trash. <laughs> no, I fuck with them. They like to eat, eat, eat apples and banana nights. <laughs> you said apple, lemon, key lime, and banana cream pies. Um, just because. I've only had like key lime pie like I think once. Key lime pie is actually good. It tastes like a tart ass cheesecake. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm good on that. I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like cream cheese like for real. For Keep disrespecting like, cream cheese though. I'm gonna cut you through. And tart like I don't really like cream cheese in my desserts unless it's like a cheese. You will though, because you like cream I cheese. Said, I, I hit you, but no, you like cream cheese by itself. Oh yeah, you, you did. St- yeah, I start busting you down with the cream cheese, you and you start yeah, introducing them really. Um, yeah, but now I'm gonna have to the key lime. I about to, I don't even know if it's cream cheese and key lime pie though. <laughs> it just so. tastes like cheesecake. Yeah, I'm good on the key lime. I just don't like the sourness of it. I don't, don't put sour in my desserts. Respectable. I, I respectfully disagree. Okay. I like sour and everything. Mm-hmm. I like my candy sour. I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't need a whole lot of sweet shit. Mm. So, for you, you said key lime gotta go mm-hmm. and red velvet gotta go, mm-hmm. and for me it was pound cake gotta go and banana cream pies mm-hmm. gotta go. What is that offer? Cat Cat Williams. Oh. He was like, uh, talking about fucking with a crazy bitch and you fucking her. She just saying all types of crazy shit. Banana cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this was fun. We did it again. Second episode in the books. Y'all will never hear the first one. We didn't even get to hear it other than when we recorded oh, it. No, no. Uh, but this one was just as good. Um, thank you guys to all the supporters. Thank you for bearing with us. I know it's been a few weeks and we haven't had any content. Like I said, you know, we've had some family things. We really appreciate you guys still riding with us. Um, most importantly, 
Thank you, Chanel, for being my illustrious guest today. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed doing this with you. Um, and thank you for being my partner in life as well. You my dog. Okay. Uh, yeah, so with that being said, this has been another episode of the I Can't Call It podcast. We out. I can't call it. <laughs> Church. <laughs>